Praises to our God, sing praises. Clap your hands, all you nations. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Brethren, salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves becomingly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. As for the man who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not for disputes over opinions. One believes he may eat anything, while the weak man eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who abstains, and let not him who abstains pass judgment on him who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for God is able to make him stand. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. said, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by men, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. 
for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. More than a thousand years ago, there was once an old hermit monk in Egypt. He lived alone in the desert, and although he tried to conceal it, word got out that he was a great faster. Once a pilgrim wanted to visit this holy monk, this great faster, and see what he could learn from him. Someone who knew the holy old monk warned the pilgrim not to eat too much when he visits the monk. Why not, he asked. Because, he said, whenever someone visits that old monk, he eats twice as much as his visitor in an effort to hide his fasting. Then once the visitor leaves, once he's all alone, that old monk doesn't eat anything the whole next day in order to secretly keep up his spiritual discipline. In today's gospel reading, Jesus tells us about people who did the exact opposite of this monk. Instead of hiding their fasting, they made sure everyone around them knows that they are fasting. They would disfigure their faces, trying to prove to others that they were fasting strictly. In today's gospel lesson, fasting is the third of three important pious practices that should not be done in a showy manner, namely almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gave us a secret mission to practice almsgiving, prayer, and fasting without letting others know. These pious practices, along with all the other spiritual disciplines of the church, help us to grow closer to God. In Jesus' time, however, as today, people sometimes went about practicing almsgiving, prayer, and fasting without pious intentions. Instead of wanting to do these things to glorify God, they sought to glorify themselves. Instead of offering these acts of almsgiving, prayer, and fasting to God, they offered them as a tribute to themselves. Instead of doing these things secretly, they did these things in a showy way. They blew the cover of their secret mission they got from God. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. Their reward was only a fleeting recognition by others while they forfeited any heavenly reward 
for these works. How often we too practice almsgiving, prayer, and fasting in a showy rather than a secret manner. We want everyone to know that we are keeping up with the Joneses, or should I say, say the Yanakopoluses. We want to get credit for our good works, unlike the monk I mentioned who kept his fasting hidden. However, unlike the monk, sometimes almsgiving, prayer, and fasting cannot be completely hid, especially from our own family, right? Uh, imagine these scenarios. Honey, we're missing $1,000 from the checking account. Where did it go? Or, honey, dinner isn't that bad, is it? Why aren't you eating? So some of these pious practices must be done as a family. And I encourage you to make plans with your family members to fulfill our secret mission from God. We have a secret mission from God to intensify our almsgiving, prayer, and fasting during Lent, which starts tomorrow. But again, what did Jesus warn us not to do? He warned us against practicing almsgiving, prayer, and fasting in a showy way. He told us to, to not look for attention and praise from others. And Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. The reward that we're looking for, however, is a heavenly reward. We all heard the saying, you can't take it with you. That is somewhat true. A good way to illustrate this is by considering the ancient Egyptian pharaohs. Once an ancient Egyptian pharaoh died, elaborate measures were taken by others to prepare the pharaoh for the afterlife. The ancient pharaohs were buried with food, gold, and other religious items so that they believed these things would help them, go, help them in the afterlife. Sometimes even the pharaoh's favorite servant was buried alive with the dead pharaoh. The ancient Egyptians went to huge lengths in order to make the afterlife comfortable for their deceased pharaohs. In the gospel lesson this morning, Jesus tells us to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. Perhaps the ancient Egyptians' idea of preparing for the afterlife wasn't quite so strange. When we accept the secret mission from God to secretly engage in almsgiving, prayer, and fasting, we are like the ancient Egyptians in some ways. We, like the ancient Egyptians, are preparing for the afterlife. We, like the ancient Egyptians, are looking towards something better than this life, something God has promised to us, a promise divine, of divine justice in the end. Jesus promised us that <clears throat> your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. If we are true to God in our conduct in life, God as a good, loving, and merciful God will truly reward us in heaven. But unlike the pharaohs, we need to prepare for heaven now, give of ourselves to God now 
and help the poor now rather than having someone else preparing us for the afterlife after we pass away. We can prepare ourselves for heaven now, but only by God's grace can we enter therein. Three ways we can prepare for this is by completing our secret mission of almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. God knows when we do these things, and he rejoices in them. God is happy to hear us praying. God wants to hear from us. When we pray to him and tell him our secret concerns, it makes him happy that we turn to him. Just like a good friend who wants to hear from us, so it is that God hears and loves to hear our secret prayers and concerns. Granted, we are praying for the right things. God also wants, us, wants to see us. He wants to see us doing good works in secret. That is, when we serve the poor with our own hands or give money to the less fortunate, God rejoices at the sight of it although we may be doing these things in secret. God always sees our good works, although others may not. God also wants us to continue to remember him when we fast. We remember that our hope is not in the things of this world, but in God and in the life to come. Our fasting help us, helps us to remember our trust is first and foremost in God, not in in ourselves or material things. Throughout Lent, let us make a special effort to keep the secret mission from God by carrying out our secret mission of practicing almsgiving, prayer, and fasting in an intensified manner during Lent without showing off. We store up treasures in our heavenly bank account. When God the Father sees his children's secret acts of love, he is pleased. Just like the old monk in Egypt who fasted intensely in secret, we too must keep in mind that we seek God's reward and not the fleeting reward or recognition from others. Then we will begin to discover the true meaning and true joy of almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. Our good works will be in secret, but our joy will be seen by all. May God help us complete this secret mission of intensified almsgiving, prayer, and fasting throughout Lent and bring us to the open and joyous celebration of his holy resurrection. Amen.